right, so I'm currently on the phone with Ricky. He's another musician that reached out about the current interview series. So I'm going to go ahead and give him the chance to introduce himself. Well, good afternoon. Uh, Ricky Rock, bass player, bass player out of uh, Minneapolis. And uh, I suppose I should say Minnesota. There's probably more than one Minneapolis in the world. I, I believe there <laughs> is a Minneapolis in Kansas, yes. <laughs> awesome. All right, so... so uh, that's me, bass player uh, out of Minneapolis. Uh, oh, I can sing too sometimes, you know, if you like, but that's me. Excellent, excellent. Um, so let's uh, talk about, you know, when you first found music. Uh, tell me a bit about, um, you know, what about it really attached to you and made you want to be a part of it and pursue, you know, a life with music? You know, we can go all the way back to five years old and listening to my father sing, which is what made me want to sing. And then the Beatles came out many years later and well, everybody wanted to be like the Beatles back then. I guess everybody wanted to play guitar and, and sing. So that's what I did. Um, so it, it was, you know, positive. It wasn't anything negative about playing. Uh, it was like, you know, my father had a great voice. He was not a musician. He just sang in the car and in the house and he had a really beautiful voice. And I, I really liked that. And then, uh, the Beatles dragged me into it. And, uh, after that, it was just one band after another. And I really enjoyed, you know, playing. So, uh, I was a guitar player at first and I was not very good. Um, I, I, well, let's go with, I was really poor, very, very bad guitar player. Yeah, so I, I don't know if this happens to a lot of poor guitar players, but, uh, move into playing bass guitar. And, and, uh, I, I, apparently I was better at that. Okay. So, um, we'll take a step back and you kind of cited that the Beatles were a huge influence on you and getting into music, um, around that period of time, um, how did you kind of figure out how you wanted to do it? Was it just your father singing that kind of inspired you to go that route? Uh, you also mentioned that you picked up guitar and then ended on bass. Uh, give me a bit of detail about, you know, that process of how you figured out where you belonged. Uh, we're talking 12 years old here. There, there isn't much of a process at 12 years old that I can recall, except that playing guitar is hard and I'm bad at it. And, and uh, the, the, you move on and playing bass guitar was easier for me. I, I'm not going to, I shouldn't say that that's for everybody. Um, and, but, but the process, and I'm going to relate to this to a lot of things. The process was enjoyment. Um, if Personally, if I'm not having fun at anything I'm doing, I don't do it anymore. And so I have to enjoy what I'm doing. And, and fun doesn't mean I have to be out doing things that are illegal or, 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 or terribly adrenaline rush. They just have to be enjoyable. And so when I played guitar and couldn't do it very well, I wasn't very happy about that. So you move on to bass guitar and I was playing that very well and it was good. And I started to sing with, with a voice that imitated my father. That made me happy. You know, that was pretty good. And so moving on, the Beatles were an, a pleasure to listen to at that time. At, well, they still are, but they were a pleasure to listen to when I was younger. And watching them on like the Ed Sullivan show, they were a pleasure to watch. I enjoyed that. And I felt 
maybe that would be something good for me to do. Um, I, I know you're, you're, this is the musician uh, series and I, I frequently tell people I'm, I'm an average musician. I'm a much better entertainer. And so I ended up having as much fun playing the bass guitar and singing as I did entertaining people. So, uh, and we could compare this, uh, bringing up my son, who's much better bass player than I am, but he would rather sit in the studio and record music and doesn't care if he plays in front of people or not. I, on the other hand, need to entertain people. I really enjoy that. So the more I entertain people, the more I enjoyed playing that music. That makes sense. And to kind of touch base on, you know, what you're kind of alluding to, uh, you know, nobody wants to do something that they don't think they're good at. And so in order for you to feel good about what you're doing, you would naturally find uh, a, an instrument that you think that you're good at, that you are getting something out of. So that makes perfect sense. Yes, I, yeah, I agree. Awesome. So um, once you kind of uh, got to that point where, you know, now you're playing bass, uh, you're practicing and everything, how did you kind of uh, figure out what kind of uh, band that you wanted to be in? Was that more kind of Beatles inspiration that for the type of band you were looking for? Oddly, uh, I actually started doing country first, it, even though I was into the Beatles and even though I was enjoying a variety of music on the radio. Um, uh, um, my father's influence started me into the country. That's what he was into. And so I just started learning country songs. Um, that was, so that would be my first influence. And then turning into variety music, rock music uh, after that. Uh, and, uh, I basically I realized that I hate to use this term, but I found out I was a musical whore <laughs> and I really, you know, I, it doesn't matter to me where a job is and it doesn't matter to me what kind of music they want me to play. So I love playing country. I love playing heavy metal, but and I won't, let's go into classic rock rather than heavy metal. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I've gone through the disco era and I, I really enjoyed playing disco music. Um, so all that kind of stuff, it was it was the enjoyment of playing, not the enjoyment of playing a specific type of music. Um, so uh, probably the only kind of music I don't like is singing in, or crying in your beer music. So ah. if it's depress if it's depressing, I uh, that's no fun to play. So. <laughs> All right, and so. Um... At some point, I imagine you kind of figured out where you are now. So tell me a bit about, you know, what your current projects are and uh, what you're excited about with them. Well, I'm excited when anybody will give me a job. <laughs> That's one of my excitements. Um, currently, what I do is I, I work in a, a variety, a variety band, you know, variety cover band. Yeah, doing a lot of small town bars, VFWs, that time that the, those type of areas. And I'm happy to get out and be able to work a couple nights a week. Uh, you know, the way life is nowadays and the way the world's going. Um, I, I, I was really used to working five days a week for four weeks a month. And that doesn't happen much anymore. Um, Especially at my age, it's, it gets a little harder. So, uh, uh, 
basically right now doing that, keeping, uh, people call it keeping my chops up when uh, other things aren't coming in. So I, w- I would, uh, I would like to uh, basically, basically I'm trying to stay working as much as I can. So and, would, and, would you kind of call yourself kind of a, a live stand-in musician? How would you kind of describe, uh, you know, your participation with the groups that you work with? Well, the, the, it's nice when you can find one group that you fit in with and that can keep you working. And if that doesn't happen, well, being a stand-in, that works too. And, and uh, uh, it, I, I have this problem. <laughs> I've gotten to the age and to the experience, and I, I hate to use that term, and I, I don't want any younger person to think about this, but somebody once says, what day do you want rehearsals? And I'll say, uh, what's a rehearsal? You know, you, you learn your music at home and then you play it. Uh, so I, I don't do much rehearsing anymore. I, I just show up and I, I either work with a band or I fill in with a band. Um, you just mentioned that thing about rehearsal etiquette or something. I, I heard. And, uh, mm-hmm. So I just try and keep busy. So whether, you know, I would prefer to work with musicians that I know get along with everybody's on the same page. However, I can fill in with anybody. Uh, um, if something is needed, uh, and I'm not really concerned about music, what type, um, friend of mine just, uh, uh, hurt two of his fingers on his left hand doing some woodworking. So he can't play bass for about three months. So, um, basically I'm learning 50 songs. I don't know. So I can, uh, so I can fill in for him in two weeks. So, uh, uh, whatever it needs, whatever it takes to uh, get out there and entertain some people. uh, So that's what I'll do. So you're, you definitely sound like you're kind of floating between uh, different projects, but like you said, you're learning the material on your own time and you're ready to perform and entertain uh, when the, the call comes in. Um, you also kind of mentioned that, uh, you know, it's nice to have a, a stable group to work with that you're a regular member of. Um, what do you kind of want to uh, see develop for yourself? Where do you see yourself in, you know, five or 10 years uh, along these lines? That's a great question. I would, uh, you know, you know okay. Was, uh, if I can give you some, a little background on that, quite a few years ago, a, in, I don't know if they, how, how much they do this anymore, but uh, I was uh, walked up to it at a gig, handed a business card from CBS records and said, call this man tomorrow. Okay, so that was something I was shooting for. That would be great. Uh, uh, here's a re- record company possibly interested in what this group is doing. And uh, we won't tell you what happened with that because it was very negative. And it was maybe five years after that, I'm in a different group. We're writing country western material. And we get a call from... Uh, uh, I won't mention the company, but it was a record production company out of Nashville and they wanted one of our tunes. Not going to tell you what happened to that. It was very negative. Okay. And, 
And I, I could go into that, but I don't think that's what this po- podcast is into. Is that particular? These were very bad experiences, all on my all on my part, not on CBS Records and not on this other company's part. This was, this was bad on my part. Um, so what I would be shooting for now is to continue, even though I. I write a little bit of material and uh, may work with others who write material also. Mostly what I do is cover band stuff, but I do some writing. So in five to 10 years, what could see me happening? And that would be great if I got a third offer from somebody. <laughs> yeah, sure. from I don't care whether it's a record label or whatever type of media that would be interested in what I'm doing. That would be great. Right. Absolutely. That would be really cool. But so long as I'm still vertical and I can still put my hands on a bass guitar fretboard and I can play. And so long as I don't lose my sure microphones and I can still sing, I'm going to be happy. So long as I can, so long as I can just keep going in the business, I, I, I'm going to be happy. Awesome. So with the amount of time that, you know, you spent working on music and, you know, the various uh, instances that you've been in with it, what are a couple of your favorite memories that stand out to you that kind of, you know, keep you motivated, keep that happiness alive and make you want to keep doing it? (sighs) You know, everything positive feeds an ego. And uh, so anything that happens at Feed and Ego, anytime anybody comes up and say, these are simple things. Anybody comes up and says, man, I really love the way you sang that song. Okay. That's a fan. That's something fantastic. And those things make me feel good. Uh, some of the things were good. I went and did an audition for uh, a, a, a one time, you know, very fa- famous the local Minnesota band, but they were internationally famous. And I, I actually got to do an audition with them and I actually passed the audition. I didn't pass the audition first. I think I was third, but the first two guys didn't take the job. So, so I ended up getting a job with the, you know, a band out of Minnesota that was famous at one time and still playing and still do play every once in a while. Um, but that was in the early nineties and the, you know, I'm not working with them anymore, but that was really great that guys of that caliber would actually hire me. That, that, that was a, a wonderful feeling, a, a very nice feeling. Um, uh, one of the greatest things. The other thing, when somebody from CBS cans you the card and says, call me in the morning, that was a great feeling. Uh, all the work we had done in that band and the original tunes we had written somebody actually recognized them. Uh, that was a wonderful, great feeling. Uh, feeling of accomplishment is really great. Yeah, I bet, I bet that's a, a great feeling every time that it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Probably to anybody. Uh, that's, a, that's a great feeling. Yeah. Right. So, so uh, those would be a couple of things. And, and uh, you know, I've experienced the other things, uh, want to be musician things. Um, but, uh, the things you see movies written about, um, too many ladies, too much alcohol, too many parties. Yeah, I got to experience some of that in my you know younger days, and uh, some of those things were actually very fun. I don't want to give the wrong <laughs> wrong idea, but when you're at a, at a party drinking too much booze and talking to different people, that's really a ball. That's a blast. Um, and, and unfortunately, it may not be that healthy. 
<laughs> mm-hmm. um, when you're young and bulletproof, you don't think about that. Right. Um, so I've so, experienced those things too. So why don't you uh, share some of uh, your social media links where people can find you and follow you and, you know, come see you when you're out there, uh, you know, doing your work. All right. So I'm not much into technology, even though my day job was a computer technician. Um, <laughs> so if you want to find Ricky Rock on Facebook, um, there's more than one of us, so make sure you spell my name clearly. The last name is R-O-C, not R-O-C-K, but uh, find me on there and, you, and you'll be able to follow me. Otherwise, I'm not a Twitter guy. I'm, uh, I never got into the technology. I right. sure wish I, I had something great for you on that part, but... Uh, that's okay. That's, if, uh, <laughs> if you uh, if you post on Facebook and people can follow you there, then they can find you. So that's great. Oh yeah, yeah. And and currently, I play with the 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 the, uh, the little variety group called Tailspin. Okay. And uh, uh, you know, a bunch of us, bunch of us playing cover material and having a good time. So sure. that that's uh, they could they could follow that also. Okay. Um, so I always like to give the person that I'm interviewing the opportunity to put out uh, their last word. So just a message that you feel you resonate with that you want to put out there. If you're really into the music business, do as if if something happens to you in the music business and it's positive, don't wait on it. That was the part where the record come two different record companies wanted to use me and. I waited, hop on it, get the experience. If it something comes up, do it. Don't worry about whether it's good for you or bad for you. Um, obviously if it's not healthy or anything like that, you shouldn't do that. But if the, if opportunity comes your way, if opportunity knocks in this business, take it right away. 